Hello, everyone, and welcome to Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. I'm Mike Laidman. And I'm Chris Blonsky. And we're two dads who also happen to be nerds. We certainly aren't experts, but we are open to sharing our experiences with other nerdy dads out there in the interest of keeping our kids alive. How are you doing, sir? Uh, I'm doing well, but uh, Ben's not doing that well, Mike. I don't know if you can hear him in the background, but he is very upset. I could hear him. I don't know if by the time I I get around to editing and do all my processing, if anyone else will be able to hear him. But I feel like if I can hear him over my headphones, then maybe, maybe you might be able to hear him. He's having a bad night. He is. Yes. He just does not want to go to sleep, Mike. He wants to party all night long you know, live his best life. I don't know about you, but the, the terrible twos have, have set in. That's mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is just one of many fun new Ben features that exists. So good times. So yeah. is, does he have any like specific terrible child thing that he's upset about? Or is there just really no reason? Like right now? Yeah. At this very particular. No, he just doesn't want to go to sleep. Of course. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, he pretty much, he either wants us, one of us to be in there to hold his hand while he goes to bed, but then he never actually goes to bed. He just wants to have a, a chat with you. Right. Yeah. Or he just wants you to be there and just talk. He just wants to like unload his day, <laughs> I guess, for lack of a better explanation. But uh, yeah, he just, he just wants you, the parents to be present. Sometimes we think, you know, like, you know, you go to work all day and then you come home, you get to play for, what, 30 minutes and you're making lunch or dinner and then it's off to bed. Like, we think maybe sometimes he misses us, but it's it's hard to say, right? I was going to say, though, like, when did the the holding hand thing start? Is that a recent thing or? Yeah, recently. I don't know. A couple weeks ago, maybe. I think probably one day he was upset. So, like, okay, well, hold your hand while you sit in bed. And all of a sudden that became like the new normal you know what i mean right, like you right. kind of clung to that but i don't know i'm sure it's just a phase that he's going through because once he falls asleep he's he's good until you know 6 30 in the morning so right it's just it's just getting to sleep mike this parenting thing is not that easy sometimes i tell you well you know what it has been a crazy thing when it comes to sleep What's that we've converted our crib into a toddler bed oh nice yeah so how do you think that's going well, I mean, I know how it's going oh. because we follow Laura's Instagram, oh. <laughs> but but I would imagine terribly, Mike. You yeah. Know, awful, awful. No, yeah. it's actually going great. It's yeah, spoilers. Yeah. But yeah, no, it's 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 going really well. Surprisingly, we were expecting it to be. What's the word I'm looking for? Hell on Earth. And it was not. It was actually really easy. He basically took to it very quickly. When the lights go out and the cover goes over him, he knows it's time for bed. And he usually stays in bed and and goes to bed, like falls asleep. He doesn't try to leave or anything like that. That's the thing. He like if if the lights are on, that kid gets up and he gets out and he goes to his bookshelf and he grabs books and he jumps or jumps around and like shakes the little door that we have that's supposed to keep him from falling out and, and does all sorts of stuff. But when the lights go out and he's in bed, he stays in bed. Well, that's good. That this is the this is the thing I'm least looking forward to coming up because we were going to switch him over our Ben over over the holidays, mm-hmm. but we might do it a little bit earlier now. But I suspect that when the lights go off, the door closes for old Ben. He he ain't going to stay in the bed. I think we're going to find him in the middle of the floor 
you know, in the morning, that kind of thing. Someone I was talking to when I told them that we were converting to a toddler bed, he, another dad was like, yeah, I don't miss those days. We put pillows down on the ground to make sure that nobody came falling out in the middle of the night. He had, <laughs> he has twins. So he was like, they had like a fort of pillows on the floor when they put them both in right, toddler beds. Right. But no, we were like, oh, I'll see how he does. Cause we were worried like, Laura wanted to switch him sooner than later because he's gotten really good at climbing. Like he climbs at the park and and he's been trying to get out of the the crib a lot. And we're like, it's a matter of time before he wakes up in the middle of the night and we're asleep and he climbs over the top of that thing and falls on his right. arm or something. It was like, okay, well, today we're going to go and we're going to go to Ikea because he's got an Ikea bed and we're going to get the little bar that that stops him from rolling out of bed if once it's converted. The little like guardrail thing. Yeah. Exactly. And when you know it, Ikea sucks right now. I mean, I don't know how. I mean, I'm sure you're like, Ikea sucks all the time, Mike. This is not news. But it, in the pandemic world, there's not a lot of restocking going on when it comes right. to Ikea. And we showed up. We went to Ikea to get this rail specifically. Mm-hmm. And one piece of Tupperware, because I, I like wanted something to, we have Tupperware in here that's got some papers and stuff in it. And I'm like, I got a lot of loose cords. Let's put some of these loose cords in the same Tupperware and then it'll all match and be all nice. And we get there and when you know it, of all the things that we bought, neither of them were this guardrail or this Tupperware because both of those things were out of stock. And just, I don't know what's going on, but they, they're just not replenishing their stock at all. Yeah. And like Laura, actually, she went on their website the night before and it was like, we have five in stock. And then we got there. It was none. And it was like, it was hell. It was hell on earth. And (laughs) and you didn't really don't they have like an online ordering thing, like a pickup thing? They do. But I feel like Laura, Laura was basically I remember her specific words and it was I'm not coming back out here again. (laughs) You know, so yeah, so that was over with. She's like, we're going to go. We're going to go to Amazon. We're just going to buy it off Amazon. We actually didn't do that. We went to Toys R Us and we bought one there and we found out the hard way that the one we bought at Toys R Us does not work. Uh, okay. Yeah, because the one we got at Toys R Us is designed to go under the mattress and then fold up. Sure. And and I, we got home and I'm looking at our bed and I'm like, the lip of the crib, it has like a lip that goes over top of the bottom of the mattress so the mattress doesn't slide out. How are we going to put this thing in there if it's super snug and there's no space at the bottom of the mattress? Well, it turns out you, you can't. It doesn't fit with with that particular setup. But Laura found out that if you just put the bar in there and just kind of jam it in next to the mattress, it holds mostly well. (laughs) Okay, good. Yeah. So we've got a week without him falling out of the bed. But like when he shakes it, it's like, no, 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 no. Do not shake it because because he's he's essentially like using a crowbar on a piece of wood when when he does it that way. But. Yeah, so we're we we are very vigilant to make sure he's not shaking the yeah. the, the rail, but otherwise it it seems to be working fine. Oh, that's that's good. I'm impressed that he doesn't try to escape to bed. That is some solid parenting you've done there, Mike. I tell you. Yeah, well, you know, I'm the best dad of not just of <laughs> us of all dads. All dads, yeah. Yeah, I see the trophy in the background. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's a good trophy. Yeah. Yeah. It's made of cobalt and platinum. Cobalt. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's very particular metal choices there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I didn't make the trophy. I don't know what to tell yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. No, that's fair. That's yeah. fair. But that's that's pretty much the big thing that's been going on here. Besides, uh, William has finally started to say some things at home. 
Oh, nice. You you broke the vow of silence. Yeah, we've been fighting with it. And every so often we get him to say, like, we finally got him to say, please. Okay. But he's, you know, peas. That's what he says. He's yeah, peas. but it's close enough. Oh, yeah, it's, it's close enough. Talk. It's yeah. close enough. But the fact that we got him to say anything is like, hallelujah. Yeah. Yeah. It's no longer hell on earth over here. I just need to keep throwing <laughs> that one out there. But yeah, so we got him to finally say peas, please, kind of a thing. And he said something else earlier too. He, he, he's got a new sign language word, which is like, please, it's like, wait. Is, is So he like rubs in front of him, like he's wax on, wax offing on a table or something. Oh, okay. And it, it, it means wait or something like that. So, so that's his new sign language word. Well, that's good. Yeah. So when, what would he use wait for? I don't know. I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to think of like in kid world. It's usually the parents telling the kid to wait, not the kid telling the parents to wait. Maybe that's how they're telling the kids like, wait your turn or something like that. Oh, right? like, so you think it's maybe something he's sort of gleaned off the teachers. Maybe. Looking, like right? maybe he's like, I'm going to go down the slide, but there's a different kid going down the slide. And the kid turns to him and just goes, wax on, wax off. And he's like, oh, I know that means wait. So <laughs> who knows? Who knows? Maybe. <laughs> it makes sense. It makes sense. Yeah. Well, that's good, Mike. Yeah. Well, I was going to say Ben has discovered he has pockets now. Oh, really? A lot really? of his clothes and a lot of his jacket. Yeah. Walking around hands in the pockets is the new hotness around our house. Has he realized that he can put things in pockets yet? I, I don't. Well, maybe. Maybe. Because I think his jacket pockets, he knows that his gloves oftentimes end up in the jacket. But I don't think he's actively tried to put like his little dinosaur toys or anything like that in the pockets just yet. But uh, it's funny because Tiff dropped him off at daycare this morning and he walked up the driveway, hands in pockets, walked through the door, hands in the pockets, said goodbye to mom, hands in the pockets, and closed the door with like his elbow because he didn't (laughs) want to take the hands out of the pockets yet. Nice. (laughs) So he was very committed to the role. Isn't there a wrestler who's got the hands in the pockets? That's, uh, yeah, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Orange so he's Cassidy. Orange Cassidy. That's, that's He could be, although Orange Cassidy is very laid back and, and passive, whereas I think Ben is the opposite. Yeah. Ben is more like the ultimate warrior in that kind of attitude. Yeah. That's true, as, as we have heard from him running around in the background being upset. Yeah, exactly. And other than that, Mike, he has learned what a little bit means. So, you know, oftentimes we'll say, well, you can you can watch TV for a little bit or you can play this game for a little bit. Mm-hmm. So now if he asks something like, well, we'll say the TV, for example, he wants to watch Blippy. So, you know, he asks, oh, can I wa- watch Blippy on TV? And we say no. He goes. A little bit blippy on TV. <laughs> <laughs> so he's learning to negotiate, I guess, you uh-huh. know? because, yeah, he's figured that out. And he knows like, you know, one more. So like if we're going to the park and we say, well, you have one more slide. So he knows he points his finger up in the air and he goes one more, one more. It's like, yeah, you can do one more slide, that kind of thing. So it's funny. He's starting to like break all that stuff down. But Mike, I was super proud of my little boy. This is a couple weeks old now, but uh, my parents have redone their bedroom, Mm -hmm. which we would not get into the spectacular details of all the renovations they were doing. Why? Is this not the kind of podcast where we just It's not a DIY podcast. I mean, we could talk about paint colors and stuff later, but I, I don't feel like the viewers would care all that much. Maybe if it was one of your and I, maybe if it was your and my bedroom, we could do it. Maybe, maybe. Yeah. But anyway, so we went over there one day to help rip out the carpet and everything like that. And I brought Ben over, expecting him to help for about five to ten minutes before he gets bored and then uh, grandma would have to go entertain him 
for a while. But as it turns out, Mike, he helped for the entire hour that we were there. And I don't mean just sort of stand in the corner and be well behaved. Like when we cut the carpets, we had to you know, roll them up to bring them down to the trailer and, and toss them away. He was right in there rolling it up and he was right in there carrying the stuff up and down the stairs and throwing it into the trailer. And then when my dad and I were pulling the staples out of the plywood, because if you've ever pulled up carpet before, there's a million goddamn staples, Mike. Mm -hmm. We were pulling each of them and he gave himself a job where he took our like containers we were using to throw in all the staples and he would grab it and put it in the garbage bag and bring it back to me and then go get my dad's and toss his out and like that. He was extremely helpful. And I was just like blown away that he had a job and he gave himself jobs and he kind of stuck with it and. I was really impressed. I, I definitely, like I said, I definitely expected him to leave after right. about five to ten minutes. But yeah, he he stuck it out. So I was really proud. Really, excuse me, really proud. Proud dad. So no, oh, that's sweet. Yes, I know. Yeah, I know. and now he's a little shit. So you know, I guess <laughs> <laughs> you take the good with the bad. So <laughs> yeah, well, I was going to say you can put your kid to work in the fixing things, like I put my kid to work cleaning things. Yeah, exactly. Well, Ben loves cleaning too. I I think he just loves having a job to do. You know, I, I'm sure William's the same. Well, he should love having a job that gets money. Like, get him on that. Get him yeah, to start pulling his weight. Yeah. Maybe some like streaming career. Although I guess you have to be 13 to stream. Uh, so that, would, that wouldn't work. Yeah, we can fake it. <laughs> well, you just have to have an adult in frame. So as long as you're just in the background, yeah, doing something. Or you can get like a trench coat and then another kid in there. And then True. We can, yeah, that's, that's a, a perfect that disguise, a right? solid plan. Get one of those masks, like the super realistic looking masks and stuff. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Donald Trump in there playing Fortnite in, in, yeah, in the trench exactly. coat. It'd be a huge hit. Yeah. It'd be like AOC being exactly. on Twitch playing Among Us. Yeah, day, right? yeah. Big celebrity getting a lot of views, breaking records. Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Right. And then we can just, one of us can be off camera just being like huge China, <laughs> you know, just throwing little, out little DT soundboard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. There is one thing I forgot to mention when it comes to William and I would be. It'd be a corrections corner next week if you don't say something. Yes, exactly. So it's not even a correction. It's just like, you didn't talk about this. Why? Why didn't you talk about this? <laughs> okay so last weekend we went to the triple c rescue farm okay the same place that you guys went yeah yeah we had a lot of fun there and it's funny because you're uh, you, you seem like you're waiting for some like epic story it was literally like we went and <laughs> yeah. it was fun I, and I baited breath here Mike. yeah I, no we went we went to the we went to that sanctuary and we we had a good time and and it was funny because like we went in and there were, I'm like, there are so many goats in this place. Like they were everywhere, absolutely right. everywhere. And it's exactly like you said, that there are slides everywhere and they're all covered in shit. And, and William just was like trying to get on every single one of them. Right. And, and no, and I was like, no, no, you can't get on that. You can't get on this. Somehow he managed to find the one spot of wet duck poop in the entire enclosure <laughs> Just stuck his hand right in it. Nice. Yeah, he was nice. wearing gloves, but it's still like, great job, buddy. Yeah, yeah. But we we went through, and it was funny because I was like, man, there's so many goats. Like, how are we gonna wade through all these goats? Oh, they're all just they just all happened to be at the front. Like, as soon as we walked out of a certain area, it was no goats. It was completely empty. Yeah, <laughs> and and because all the goats were over like eating in the at the area where the people come in. 
Mm-hmm. And then it was just the rest of the enclosure, which was enormous, yeah. had no goats in it. Except for like <laughs> this one corner where there was some alpacas in it. I was going to say, were, were you there when they like fed them and all of a sudden all the goats kind of pop out of everywhere and come rushing to the front? They were being fed in the sense of like there was like a net full of hay hanging and they were all just uh, like, okay, okay. give me this net. You know, like they were all like piling in and pushing each other out of the way and all that fun stuff. Right, right, right. But Laura was very happy. I, I feel like Laura was, I don't know if Laura was happier because William got to see animals or because she got to see animals. Um, <laughs> she was very happy to pet an alpaca. Very yeah. happy. We went out at the end where you go feed the animals. And I was like, I don't know if we should do this because it was like feed the ducks, right? And they're like, go over there with the ducks. And like, you just hold out your hands and the and the ducks go crazy. And they like, you know, vacuum all the food up out of your hands, right? Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like he's going to get upset, you know, like, because essentially the duck is biting him, right? You know? Right. No, absolutely loved it. Like we, he'd hold out his hands. We put food in his hands and the ducks and chickens would just peck away. They're essentially just biting him. Right. Yeah. And he yeah. was like, he, like he loved it. Absolutely loved <laughs> getting bit by these ducks and these chickens. Hey there, Mike from the future versus Mike from the past who recorded this show a few days ago. Just to save myself a bit of corrections cul-de-sac here. They were not ducks. They were geese. So there you go. But. Yeah, no, he had a great time, and mommy and daddy, even though we were only there for like 40 minutes, were like, I'm so tired. Like, just, just. (laughs) Yeah, it was a very interesting day, because we crammed like everything possible that we could. Basically, like our Sunday was like four days worth of events. Like, all of the stuff that we did that night was like, on a normal day, this would have been the only thing we did today. And then it was like, and then we did this, and then we did this, and then we did this. And I mean, you were part of that because you and I and our wives, was, we played some Jackbox games last night. Oh, that's true. We did. I almost forgot about it already. <laughs> well, you know, it's hard to, to keep memories in your brain because we're uh, old, right? It is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. But it was good. It was good. I uh, I really enjoyed that last game we played. I can't think of the name, though. What, what did we do in it? It was the one um, where you work as a team and you're trying to get people to guess Blather know, what word or something. you have. Blather yeah, something. that one was yeah. that was a nice change of pace. I, yeah. I, I quite enjoyed it. There's some really fun ones in there. And we actually played with friends the night before as well. And we played every game. And I got to say, Jackbox 7 is probably now my favorite. Yeah, it definitely seems solid all around. Every game is a winner. Every game. I, I don't know if I would say this is a controversial opinion, but I feel like out of all the games, Quiplash, because Quiplash 3 is in there. Quiplash is a fantastic game, no matter you know what Jackbox you're playing it in, or if you're just playing Quiplash on its own. Quiplash is fantastic. Quiplash 3 in the Jackbox pack, I would say is the weakest game in that Jackbox. Not to say it's a bad game. I was going to say, yeah, maybe it's recency bias there. <laughs> well, no, I, I don't know. It's out of all the games that are in it. I had more fun playing the other games. Not And, and like I said, don't get me wrong. I, I still really enjoyed playing Quiplash. It's just the other games are so good that I, I really enjoyed them. Now, there was two that we didn't get to play. One of them, because it, it's better if you have a, a group of people, like a bigger group than we sure, had. Yeah. And then the other one we didn't play is just, it's just an interesting game. That one is called Devils and the Details. And what you do in that game, you're a family of devils. 
and you're trying to fit in with normal human society. Right. And the way that you do it is by earning points by doing mundane tasks. And it's 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 literally like uh, it gives you a list of tasks and it's like call the refrigerator repairman and then you have to like look it up in the phone book and then you have to remember the phone number and then call the, the repairman and then the repairman's like, what's wrong with your fridge? And you're like, you have to pick an, uh, out of the options like it's making a thunk sound or something right. like that. And then he's like, really? Anything else? And you're like, yeah, this too. And like you have you have to go through like the conversation. You have to do all this mundane crap to get points and stuff. And the way that the, the game becomes either win or, win or lose is you have to do enough points as a family to break the point barrier by the end of the week or you lose. Right. And at the same time, there's there's the team win and then there's also the individual win. And there are tasks that you can do that get you more points, but those are selfish tasks where it's like... Um, everybody else is like cleaning the house and you're like, you're going to listen to music on your stereo for 20 minutes or something like that. <laughs> and if you do too many selfish tasks that it screws everybody up, like it screws the whole game up. Right. But if you do enough selfish tasks, you can really get yourself like into first place by, by doing that stuff. People can also stop you from doing tasks by rolling their eyes at you, which is just like you scrubbing on the screen. It's, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. It, and, and the fact that the way that they make you, how they interpret mundane tasks into a touchpad situation is such a great job. Like you have to like team up with other family members and like give directions to the store. So one person's driving and one person's like, take a right. Now go straight. Now take a left. Like it's, it's, it's ridiculous. It's super fun. But then we also played Champed Up, I think it's called. Something like that. Yes, the drawing game. And that game is a lot of fun when it works. Because if you recall, I was having some difficulties. And I felt that my champions, two of my champions that I really enjoyed, did not actually get played because my, my phone screwed up and I forfeited my rounds. I was very sad, very upset. Wow. Yeah. But that game's a lot of fun. It's probably my second favorite. But my favorite was actually a game that we didn't play which was the one that is better with a group of people. And it's called talking points mm -hmm. and you're giving a presentation. And, and basically what happens is like, it gives you like a presentation topic with a blank in it. So it's something like the future of blank. And then whoever else picks a topic that's like the future of, you know, earwax or something like they, they type in whatever the topic is. And then you get three topics to choose from and they're all terrible. So you pick whatever mm -hmm. one is the least terrible. And then there's a slideshow. And as you're doing this, the slideshow, you have to talk about whatever it is. So it's like, hi, I'm Mike and I'm here to talk to you about earwax. And then somebody else is your assistant and they pick the slides. So like you don't know what the images are going to be. So it's like, let me talk to you about earwax. And then you s advance the slide and it's like a dude getting like stung by bees or something. And you have to like incorporate that into your speech. Right. So it's kind of like a snake oil kind of uh, yeah. game. Have you played that one? Yeah. I've okay. played snake oil. So it's, it's, yeah. some, it's, it's, it's like snake oil, but with like a slideshow. And, right, okay. and it's, it's, that one was a lot of fun. We had so much fun playing that game on Saturday night that Laura was giving a talk. She was giving a talk about bad hand jobs. And, <laughs> and I fell off the couch because I was laughing so hard. 
Wow. And I landed on my knee and now I have an enormous bruise on my knee <laughs> from where I landed. <laughs> it was totally worth it because at the end you can give out awards and the right. award that I gave out was the Broke Mike's Knee Award. And so Laura won that. It's oh, good. Oh, that's yeah. good. That game's a lot of fun. We were killing ourselves laughing playing that game. Yeah. It sounds like you have a good group that day. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, we didn't have a, a big enough group to play it the other night. But yeah, it's definitely one if we can get a, a, a good enough group together. It's, it's one to play. Well, that's a good, solid review, Mike, of Jackbox 7. Yeah. Maybe we'll play it during the uh, Extra Life thing. Extra Life coming up. We still got to figure out the days that we're doing and and the time periods and all that fun stuff. And I still got to figure out how to put a little bar on the bottom in OBS. I feel like it's probably fairly easy. A lot of people seem to know how to do it. So Mm -hmm. I'll figure it out. I hope. Probably. You could always just go old school, Mike, and get a whiteboard Whoa, with like whiteboard. a little thermometer and just sort of fill her up. You yeah, know? it's not <laughs> a bad idea. Go. Not a yeah. bad idea. Yeah, use that art school that you you spent so much time on, you know? Yeah, I spent so much money on. <laughs> Sadness ensues. But yeah. with that, we can get into some, some talk. I mean, we talk about gaming a lot lately because there's so much gaming news. That's right. I mean, sure. We, we've talked a lot about PlayStation and a lot about Xbox, and I purposely didn't bring any PlayStation or Xbox topics to the show this week, but then you brought a play, an Xbox topic to the <laughs> yeah, show. It's Techtober, man. I mean, this is what's going to happen. So what you were saying was Phil Spencer, who's like head of Xbox, he was doing a, like a, an interview with, as, as he does, because he's interviewing a lot of people with the, a lot of people these days. Yeah. And he brought up the fact that the future of the Xbox streaming service, which we've talked about X cloud, which is now just, I forget what it's called. It's just part of, it's a like game streaming with Xbox game pass or something. Yeah. X cloud was a much better name. X, I don't think we need to get into Xbox and how well they name things again, but, <laughs> but they were talking about basically how the, as an idea, we could be looking at a Xbox streaming stick that goes into the back of your, your TV, like a, like a Chromecast or a, or a fire stick. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Which I think I, was it you, you, I think you talked about it months ago now that it was something that was sort of rumored or maybe that was the way they were going to take it or something like that. Yeah. Like I, uh, when there were rumors that Lockhart Lockhart, which ended up becoming the series S mm-hmm. there were rumors of it even being something as cheap as a dongle that just plugs into your TV yeah. and, and, it sounds like that's a, a route that they might be pursuing. And I, I have said before on the show that there's a few games that I'm interested in that I would probably just get Game Pass and stream to my computer or something. But like, yeah. if there's like a little stick that's only like a couple bucks, then, you know, maybe that's not a bad idea, right? Well, exactly. When I get it, it lends credence to the fact that they're just trying to do whatever it takes to get people to pay for Game Pass. That's really... That's really their their whole marketing thing at this point is, yeah, this stuff's all great, but just buy Game Pass, guys. Like, that's that's the way forward. They've actually even taken it one step further, and they, he was talking about, you know, potentially having what they would jokingly call, like, a platinum-tier Game Pass, which would actually include the physical, like, Xbox Series X hardware. And then as the next, you know, Series Y or whatever the hell they're going to name it gets released, you would just get that automatically. So it'd almost be like a cell phone plan in a sense that you always kind of get the new phone after two years or after three years. That's kind of a cool idea too, right? I mean, it's easier to budget that way because you're just paying, I don't know what it would be, 30 bucks a month, you know, every month rather than, okay, I got to save up for this one time $600 purchase now and then, right? Yeah, that's true. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's kind of neat what they're doing with the whole thing. 
Yeah, they're really like shaking up the marketplaces in whatever way that makes it easier for you to pay for Game Pass. <laughs> yeah, <So. laughs> no, exactly. But like, I, that's what they're doing with all their other software. And it's obviously working. Like they pulled in like $50 billion last quarter <laughs> with their Azure stuff. I can see why they're switching it to their home side. So it's funny because I've talked about how it interests me. You know, I'm still getting my PS5 and and going to buy physical PS5 games and stuff. But I've talked about how the Game Pass idea is an intriguing thing for me for like the one off, you know, like I buy a month of Game Pass and I play Hellblade, which is a game that I'm very interested in playing something like that. What are your thoughts? I mean, you're you're very much like, oh, I just have Steam. I don't care. I don't need this crap. Or does this interest you? Do you think maybe you might be interested in playing Game Pass? and Like a Game Pass thing? Yeah, definitely. If there was an Xbox game that sort of, you know, tickled the fancy a little bit, I would 100% play it on my computer because you don't have to actually stream the game. You can download the game and run it like any other game you wanted. And a lot of these sort of story-driven games, for me, I'll play them once and I'll never play it again. So... If it costs me 10 bucks or whatever to stream for a month and beat the game, I would definitely do something like that for sure. Okay. Because a lot of, you know, a lot of the opinions about the console stuff has just been coming straight from me. Like you, you, <laughs> you, to, like, you say things like this is cool and stuff, but you never say if like, I'm interested in this. Like I would buy this myself because I, I, I don't, and I don't push for it because I assume you're just... You know, you sold your PS4. You're in PC land yeah, I'm, forever. Yeah, I'm a PC guy through and through, yeah. But uh, but yeah, no, like I said, I, I would definitely pay for something like that. And, you know, it's it's that streaming versus piracy argument to me. Mm. Like, I, I'm sure I had this conversation with you 10 years ago where it was like, you know, if they would just make some sort of thing where I pay $10 a month and I could get every movie I wanted, you know, or TV show I wanted, I would pay the $10 a month because it's easier than going on napster or limewire or torrents or whatever the hot shit was 10 years ago and trying to pirate these shows and pirate these movies mm-hmm. well sure enough now they got spotify they got netflix they got you know a billion different streaming services probably too many but the same thing applies for like the games you know i'm i don't want to drop 500 dollars 600 dollars on an xbox and then 60 bucks on a game you know just for that one game but you know what? For ten bucks a month to play a couple games, I would I would definitely do that, and then turn it on and off, you know, as I I saw fit. Like it definitely would pull in somebody like me, who's probably never going to buy a console at least until Ben's old enough and he wants something like that, right? Right. Now, now here's a question for you. Yeah. Would you be interested in a streaming service that only has games that you don't pay for? <laughs> Absolutely not. <laughs> so obviously, you know that I am alluding to what was announced today, I believe, actually, yeah. is that Facebook has decided, why not? Everyone else is doing it. They've decided to step into the streaming service route for gaming, and they're taking a very different route than everyone else is, whereas Stadia is all the a la carte, and Xbox is all like, this is all the stuff that's in our, our past, and 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 then Amazon is doing their thing where it's very much like a, a Netflix of games kind of a thing. Facebook is only using free-to-play mobile games, essentially, like Android games. Yes, which is baffling <laughs> yeah. to me, too. Like, okay, it's a free-to-play game that I can download on my phone. Why would I not simply download it on my phone? Well, that's the thing. Like, they, they have it. They have it as both a, a desktop and on the phone. So you can stream the game on your phone 
Whereas you could also just download the game to your phone. Like, I, yeah, that, that's where it disconnects for me. I, I guess the only really selling point for this whole thing is that the fact, yeah, if you got, I don't know, what's a, what's a popular phone game? Clash Candy Royale. Crush. Yeah, okay, Candy Crush. If you're a Candy Crush addict and you, you're at work and you just need to just... You need that fix on your computer, <laughs> then okay, I guess it makes sense. But I just, I don't know who's going to pay for this shit. Is anybody paying for it? Maybe it's just a service that they're offering. I yeah, like read. I don't remember seeing a price for it. Yeah, so maybe it's just a service they're offering that because they'll eventually expand all their Facebook games to it as well and get you to buy all the gems and rubies and, and stuff that you need to play these games. But well, now that Farmville's dead, they got to fill that place in the market, right? That's true. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's right. <laughs> so maybe that's, maybe that's what they're going for, but it's uh, it was a, a kind of baffling thing. Like I was reading through a couple articles and I was reading the comments and everybody's just like, but why? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Cause it's, 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 the, it's like, are they getting my mom to do this? Like it's it's a, such a, a weird a weird decision. Yes. When it comes to a gaming platform, like what? Why would you base it off this? But at the same time, Facebook, when it comes to gaming decisions right now, they're making so many bad ones, and and it's not just this streaming service that people are upset about. Have you been following any of the crap going on with the new Oculus stuff? I've been following a little bit like I know they had a lockout feature or not feature. Sorry. A lockout bug. bug yes. <laughs> with uh, with their new Oculus Rift uh, VR stuff. But that's about all I've been reading about it. Well, first off, the big thing that, that re- people were really upset about is that they said when Facebook bought Oculus, however many years ago, they said something to the effect of like, we'll never make you need to have a facebook account god that's the world's biggest lie yeah because now (laughs) everybody should have seen through that yeah everyone knew that was gonna get fixed and sure enough yes you cannot have an oculus without a facebook account at this point it's not even like oh it's an option it's like no no you have to have one to be able to play on the new oculus now not only that there, there was this this thing where it would be like it would lock you out of using it because you had an Oculus, which is like, wait, what? Like, this doesn't make. <laughs> yeah, it was some weird, huge monster bug. I don't know what developer was in charge of that one, but they yeah. really dropped the ball. And then I was reading that you get locked out if you own a different VR helmet. So, like, if you have, like, I can't remember whatever the, the Valve one, the Index. Oh, index, the Index yeah. or the Quest, yeah. Yeah, if you own that, then they'll they lock you out, too, which is like, what? Like, what? Why does that? Ha- why? How does that make any sense? That's like if I had a PlayStation and then I bought an Xbox and PlayStation's like, well, now you just can't buy games for us anymore. You know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm going to take my VR headset and go home. Yeah. Hey there. Future Mike here again. Saving us more corrections. Call the sack time. Not only did we get this story wrong, but there was an update to it. Turns out it wasn't other third-party headsets that were being blocked. It was if you had two Oculus headsets that your account was being blocked. And updated today, Facebook came out and said, no, that was a mistake. They didn't mean to say that. It was a, a Twitter team support member who got it wrong and passed off the wrong information. Therefore, 
we got it wrong. Because, I mean, you know, we're going off what they say. Anyway, everything we just said was wrong. So, carry on, I guess. The the other thing that, that came out, too, and this came out today, which is just even more baffling, is if, and this is probably a reason why people were so against having Facebook accounts tied to their Oculus account in the first place, if you delete your Facebook account, if, Chris, one day you decide, you know what, I'm, I'm not part of this social media life anymore, I don't want my Facebook account, you know, Susie from high school doesn't need to know what I'm up to these days, and you delete your account, you lose everything that you bought from the Oculus store. All the games that are tied to your account are gone. Yeah. And you can't get them back, even if you reactivate the Facebook account. Well, even if you reactivate it, I, wow. I, I thought that's what I saw. I mean, I could be wrong on this. I, I, I can't dispute it. I haven't read either way. So okay, well, you tell me your opinions, and I will look this up because yeah, I I think it's bullshit. Frankly, I mean, going back to what you said originally, is if I could, the only reason, Mike, that I haven't deleted my Facebook account at this point in time is because of this podcast. Because somebody's got to post the new post things <laughs> on our Facebook page. I do it once every like six months. Yeah, maybe, maybe. But I was going to say, like, has Facebook had any good press in 2020 at this point in time? Like, they're getting absolutely hammered from their antitrust thing from the U.S. government. They're getting hammered because of how they're handling the political stuff. They're getting hammered because of how they're handling the anti-science COVID stuff. Obviously, from the gaming side, they just dropped the ball over and over and over. Like, this has not been their year at all you know yeah no kidding so what i what i'm reading from this oculus thing is if you delete so it's not even if you it's not if you don't deactivate your account i think you're okay but if you delete your uh, account you straight up delete it if okay. you straight up delete it then you lose everything you lose any games you purchased any store credits that you hadn't spent it's all gone I guess on one hand, it makes sense. You know, if it's a Facebook store, then yes, you need your Facebook account. You know, I wouldn't be shocked if I deleted my Steam account and all of a sudden I come back and where's all my games? Well, of course, because I deleted the account they're associated with. But again, it's Facebook, you know, I think because it's Facebook, it makes it 10 times worse. It's it's dumb. It's it's like the fact that it's tied to something like that right like your store account is should be something separate like you know if i if i delete my gmail account it shouldn't affect my playstation store purchase list you no know? exactly exactly yeah but i i don't know at this point i think everybody should just delete facebook but uh yeah follow us on twitter because we <laughs> like to tweet all the time we're tweeting constantly it's true but, <laughs> but facebook is the is the redheaded stepchild that we should all just part ways with i think at this point in time and it would make all of our lives a lot better. I don't use Facebook like at all, with the exception of podcast, podcast posting, and then Messenger. And that's literally all I use it for. Yeah. Yeah. I'll check it maybe like once a day, but I deleted it from my phone a long time ago. That was kind of my compromise to myself because I couldn't delete it entirely, obviously. So this was the next best thing. But, but yeah, like, have you, I mean, we're getting off topic now, but have you read all the stuff about how, not millennials necessarily, but what's the next generation? Generation Z? Z? Yeah, Generation Z. How they're like super depressed and super anxious all the time. And it's almost directly related to social media. That does not shock me. Yeah, like it's crazy. I would hate to be 
a high schooler right now. Could you imagine what it was like? Like you and I, we were on the cusp of like cyberbullying and all that type of stuff. Yeah, you know? yeah. Right on the edge. But generally, once you left school, that was it. Yeah. When it came when it came to what we were doing in like social media, quote unquote, the, the craziest thing that happened with us was we would sign in and out of MSN Messenger to hope that our crush would see us and, and message us back. Uh, yeah, exactly. Because that's what it was. It was MSN Messenger, AOL, and ICQ, I think, was still around at that point in time. But- yeah. But yeah, that was it. Like that was social media for us. But I, I, man, I couldn't imagine now. I could not imagine being a kid. Yeah. There's too many to keep track of too. Like all of the, like the people who are like, I got to be TikTok famous. And it's like, nope, don't need that. Like, I don't know if you've ever seen, there's like influencers in the wild and it's all like videos of, of like people doing like TikTok dances, but it's from the point of view of somebody watching them. So it's like somebody. Oh yes, yes, I have seen this stuff. Yeah, so it's somebody filming people doing this stuff, and it's like, what are these people doing? I know. I mean, I get it when I do it. Like, I'll send a stupid Snapchat to my friends, but I I do it from like the comfort of my own home, you know. Like, I don't stand in Times Square and do a like a coordinated dance with my best friend, hoping that to get you know viral on TikTok or something. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, I don't mind the TikTok dance stuff, because if it's just you and your buddies and you're just having a good time, you know, whatever. Okay, that's fine. Doesn't matter if you're doing it at Times Square or whatever. But like, especially, I think it's like the Instagram influencers specifically, where they're like inserting themselves into all the areas, like, look at how much I'm participating in this thing. And then they get in their car and leave two seconds later. You know, that there's a lot of that stuff going on during the the Black Lives Matters marches. Yeah. Like that. Yep. I saw that. It's like, this is just, this is disgusting. Yeah. what it is, people. Yeah. Yeah. You know what else is disgusting? Google Stadia. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, Mike. I heard, I heard, Mike, that you had a chance to actually play it. I did, yes. And it's so funny because like basically what what the impetus was, what got me to finally pull the trigger on trying Google Stadia. Because if you remember, there was a while back where they were just giving away free trials of of like their premium membership where it was like, here's three months of free premium if you sign up right now. Yes. And at that moment, I was like, you get nine free games. None of these games are a game that I would like to play. So <laughs> yes. I, I didn't even bother. Yeah, yeah. When it came to sound to what got me in this time is I don't know if you've seen any trailers for the game Immortals Phoenix Rising. I've seen a couple, but I, I haven't watched too closely. Okay, well they did a demo through Stadia and a friend of mine, Steve, who we've talked about on the show, he did a short bit where he talked about you know, hey, I got to try it and here are my thoughts. And it sounded fun. And he goes, and if you like it or if you want to try it yourself, Google Stadia has a demo up right now. And I'm like, ah, I don't want to go to Google Stadia. But if it's just a demo, ah, oh, what the hell? Why not? So that's that was what got me in was the, trying out this demo for this game. I got to say, like I signed up, I used my existing Gmail account. So it was, you know, the setup itself was was pretty easy. I have to laugh because it was like, what's your username? And I'm like, let's see if my username is available because like somehow, I don't know how I got a username on PlayStation when I signed up. I didn't sign up like for the PSN when it first came out. I didn't, I got it much later. The the username I got, I was surprised that I got it. 
And since then, any other console I've tried to use that username on, it's, it's gone. You ha- you can get it with like 100 numbers after it. Right. Yes. It's a fairly common name. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, well, I don't want that. I would love to have, you know, just the name. So I go to Stadia and it's like, what would you like? And I, and I put in the username to see if it, if it works. And it's like, yep. And I'm like, really? Oh, wow. Okay. Wow. I'm shocked that this is maybe there's not anybody using this for the system. You know, maybe that's why it's not there. So I, I, I click go through and then it, it, like a prompt shows up that's like, many numbers may appear after your name. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, so yeah. like you put whatever you want your name to be. And then Google puts numbers after your name after, after the fact. So you don't have to pick one. And it was like, right, right. well, awesome. So now I, I'm, I'm, you know, my name two, six, six, five, sure, nine yeah. after all. So I, I get in, I get in and I, I, I go to try the demo and I load it up and it, it it's exactly like they say. You click go and off it goes. Like it, it just loads right up. And I was like, man, this is, you know, that's impressive. But then I didn't realize that, I, like, I, I guess we've been talking so much about the new fancy consoles that I expected it to just, like, load instantaneously. Right. You know, so, like, I, I went into the game and then I was, like, staring at a loading screen for, like, two minutes. And I'm like. This is not as instant loading as I was led to believe <laughs> kind of a thing. And I got to play the game and I don't know if this is an issue with Stadia or if it was an issue more with me personally, but I got to play for about five minutes before it catastrophically failed. Oh, how so? Like it just, I just got a, a notification. Like it, it started, my character started running and I'm like, I'm not even pushing any buttons. Like my character just, just went off and, and, right, okay. and, and ran off the side of a cliff. And I'm like, <laughs> cool. Cause like in the game, it, it's like a fake version of Greece and there's all these like hills and, and cliffs you can climb. And I spent like two minutes climbing this cliff. And then the game glitched and my character ran off the edge. And I'm like, awesome. Because, like, you don't die if you fall. You just, like, hit the ground and then get up and and you can do whatever again. And I'm like, sweet. So now I get to climb all the way back up there. But it, it was just like your connection's not good and it just stopped. And, and it was like you have. Oh, nice. I forget what it was. It was like, if you can reconnect in the next two minutes, we'll save your spot. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> like... <laughs> And, and, and it's funny, Laura was next to me because Laura was working. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying Stadia. And she's like, well, you better not screw up my work kind of a thing. Because, right. you know, like she's she's doing live chats and stuff. And it was like she still was able to work. Like she didn't have any disruption of service for, for her. But like Stadia did not run great for me. And then I, I, you know, I got it to load back up and I hopped back into it. And uh, and it didn't remember where I was. And I'm like, well, I guess I'm done with this for now. So, yeah, it's kind of bad. Well, so for people listening, like what is your Internet speed and stuff? I know mine's not the greatest. It's like 50 megabytes or something yeah, like, like that. 50 down, 10 up kind of. Yeah. Deal. And I think I think they say something like 10 down or is like as much as you need. Well, that's what I was going to say. I think if you want like the peak 4K 60 frames per second, it was like 35 to 40 was what you needed. Yeah. And then if you just wanted to play, it was like, yeah, 10 was more than enough. So, yeah, clearly there's a little bit more at stake than just the number on the brochure of the Internet that you buy. Right. Like, yeah, you know, like there's this connectivity stuff. And like, are you, is it your Wi-Fi? Is it your cable? Like there's so many things that can go wrong with this. And you discovered one in, in five minutes. Right. Yeah. Like, and then after that, I discovered 
something else that was just like, I was like, okay, well, I want to give this another shot. And I, I could have sworn, is Destiny 2 not free to play now? I, I could have sworn. Oh, it's been that- free to play for a long time. Now, the some of the DLC you have to pay for, like the expansions or something. Yeah. I'm not exactly sure how they describe it, but you got to pay for that. But the core game is free. Yeah. So I figured, okay, well, if, if that's free, then maybe I pull that up on Stadia and give that a shot. See if that's mm-hmm. good. Well, I'm still in Stadia. The store for Stadia is so ridiculous to try and navigate. Yeah. Like, I, I found Destiny. I don't know if I was able to to play it or what. Like, I was, I couldn't tell if I was supposed to be watching a trailer or, or launching the game. There was nothing that said, like, this is free. This has got a price. There right. was what appeared to be a YouTube video. I was like. What is this? And, and and the worst part was, is how long it took me to find Destiny 2 in the store. Right. Because there's not that many games, right? That's the other thing. Yeah, there, there's not a ton of games, but it still took me a while to find it, to find it which was like, yeah. what? Why? Why is this such a bad store? If I remember, I couldn't even search. That's so bad. But ultimately, I think like if you look at, you know, Game Pass and you look at the new Amazon Luna and then you look at Stadia. And you go, Stadia picked the wrong business model. Yeah. For sure. You know, those ones, the other two are giving away every game for free. All you pay is your monthly subscription. But with this one, you have to pay, well, you don't have to. But if you want good, a good experience, you have to pay a subscription. And you still have to buy the games on top of it, right? Like, like, whoops, that's a big faux pas. This one will be gone in about a year or two, I think. Yeah. Well, I mean, they're not really helping themselves with their creative directors. No, what a what a shit show. Mike. Yeah. So why don't you explain that whole situation? So basically, this bit of a backstory is is Twitch.tv, which we've talked about at length multiple times. They have been hit by a bunch of DMCA takedown requests, essentially by the music industry. You know, uh, YouTube had dealt with this years ago. And now it's Twitch's turn because a lot of Twitch streamers like to just sort of pop up Spotify in the background and, you know, play music in the background while they're doing their gaming and and doing their shows and that kind of stuff, right? Just like you'd expect. Well, now all of a sudden, you know, the music industry has got their eye on that and they've decided, Mike, no more. They will not, they will not do this anymore because these people have not paid appropriate licensing or anything like that. And as an aside, I don't think it was possible for them to actually buy licensing, but that's a whole other topic. Anyway, so they're, they're taking down all these streams left and right, and it's this whole big deal. And so one of Google Stadia's creative directors uh, goes by, or sorry, goes by the name of, his name is Alex Hutchinson, had a real bad, real bad take of this. He's like, not only are they not paying for the license for the music, but streamers should really be paying for the license to stream the game as well. Yeah. And it's like, Sure, you are technically correct. What they're doing goes against the terms of service of most games. But at the same time, streamers offer only benefits to these gaming companies. Look at Fortnite. Look at the game Among Us. I would love to try that game, Mike, by the way. That game was made two years ago. And all of a sudden, a couple of streamers picked it up. Now it is the most popular game on Twitch. At this moment, their their sales are through the roof. It's so popular that they actually canceled their planned sequel for it in order to focus on the game that's popular now. 
But anyway, yeah. So that that was basically the hot take was this guy thinks that we should be paying for, you know, streamers should be paying for licensing for these games. And it's just like that is a very short-sighted perspective on this. And the internet, Mike, ate him alive. Understandably. And th- there were a few people that were actually like rushed to his defense. There was there was another there's a, a fairly high profile game developer that was like, this guy's right. Like, I don't know why you guys are, eat- are giving him shit, but but this is this guy's you know he he's exactly right we pay for licenses for music and we pay for licenses for music movies what is this different and they fought this battle and they lost already like with youtubers and let's plays you know like people they brought this up at the time like the, how many years ago have let's play's been around nintendo had a very strong opinion on this when their people were streaming nintendo games and playing nintendo games on youtube and nintendo demanded all this stuff take down and even they've backed off now because i think they finally got their head out of their ass and realized hey this is good if people are playing our game in front of 10,000 20,000 100,000 people this is only good for us right yeah and we don't have to pay for all this free advertising yeah, and, and the funny thing is, after all that, is people were like, you're not even the creative director at Stadia. You're just at a, like a a company that, that makes Stadia games. Yes, a studio, the Montreal-based studio. Yeah. Well, and, and even Google themselves have come out and said, we don't really know who this guy is, but we don't stand by what he's saying. And you know, they put a monster gap between the company and, and his opinions. That's for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, what a feeling that must be for that guy in Montreal. Just like, oh, good. Yeah. I'm glad that the company I work for did not have my back and publicly shamed me. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, yeah. yeah yes, he was technically correct. But man, open your eyes just a little bit, right? Yeah. The, it was a bad take. It was definitely a bad yes, take. Very bad take, yeah. Yeah. You know, it wouldn't be a bad take, though. Us finishing an episode before an hour again. Yeah, just getting it out of the wire. Yeah, just getting in. Because we're, we're close, right? I think we can we can safely say we've exhausted our topics for the week. <laughs> yes. And adding adding a topic would be like, you know, knocking over a Jenga pile. You know, like it's it's one step too far. We... We've toppled the tower by adding one more opinion on one more story, you know? That's right. We got to save some stuff for next week, right? You don't want to give it all away right away. No, exactly. So I think that's going to do it for this week's episode of Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads. Also, I'm a little parched. I can use Oh, parched. Ooh, yeah. That's worse. My throat's getting a little scratchy. I've been doing a lot of talking. You can follow along with our adventures in parenting at Part-Time Nerds, Full-Time Dads.com, as well as on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher, CastBox, iHeartRadio, and all your favorite podcast listening services. Oh, see? I'm so parched. <laughs> Are you going to be able to make it through, Mike? Almost. Take it from yeah. here, Chris. Go. I don't have the script in front of me, Mike. Oh, I only do it professionally now. Oh, yeah? Then if you have it professionally memorized, go for it. Well, no, no, I don't. But I would have to have the script. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. If you want to get a hold of us and let us know any helpful tips or even tell us what we said was dead wrong, you can send an email to the dads at part time nerds, full time dads.com, or reach us on our Twitter or Facebook accounts, if we ever check them, at PT Nerds, FT Dads. We'll be back next week with more nerdy dad advice for people who are most certainly not qualified to give any whatsoever. Until next time, I am Mike. And I'm Chris. And we'll talk to you again soon.
We check our Twitter all the time, though. We do check the Twitter. Not, not Facebook. Twitter, no. yes. Facebook, no. Yeah. <laughs> Send us a message. We'll say hi. Uh, 